Hey, everybody, you already know who the hell it is. It's Joey D. <laughs> uh, I'm glad y'all are back. Uh, we've got a very fun and very long episode for you this week. Um, I'm, I'm going to try a new thing, and I want you guys to uh, reach out to me, email me, DM me, whatever. Tell me if you liked it, how it worked out. But I'm going to split this week's episode in two because it is long, and I'm going to tell you why it's long. I was talking with this week's guest, uh, Donna Guerreros, who is uh, the very first non-performer guest of the show. And what I mean by that is is every single other guest I've had on uh, is a comic who performs frequently or a writer. Act, you know, we uh, performing is our thing. Uh, Donna is comedy adjacent. Well, she she's in the comedy world. Uh, but she doesn't uh, perform in that sense. She she has a podcast. She's a comedy photographer. She's a nurse. She uh, she she runs a club called the Donnas. She she gets so much uh, done. What I greatly admire and respect about her is that she is a creative uh, person. Um, it's just the one thing she doesn't do is the perform on stage part. And you know people who uh, don't. People whose brain is not fueled by the need to be stared at and laughed uh, with and at is, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm jealous of it. But, um, but I wanted to have her on because, uh, and I do want to continue in this sense to have people on the show who aren't necessarily only performers, but people who also have something to offer in their own right. I had such a great time uh, talking with Donna about so many different things. And you can tell based on the fact that I, I couldn't stop asking questions. I didn't want to interrupt uh, or, or, or change course of what she was saying because I could tell there's there's gems in there there's, and, and there's funny stuff and there's smart stuff and good stuff and, and the kind of things you only um, say and know if you've taken the time to think and reflect and grow. Uh, and I, I think what I love about Donna is that she's someone who just, she knows herself and she, she gets work done and has gotten work done. Um, despite, you know, the, the issues that can come from, uh, self growth and learning, growing up, getting older, learning things about yourself, um, isn't an easy hurdle <laughs> to jump. Um, but I had a great time talking with her. So, uh, and, and, and it went for a very long time. I didn't even realize, uh, that I hadn't done the actual segments that I do on this show, like say you're sorry and the audience questions until about like 50 minutes in. <laughs> so when we cut for ads, so, um, you know, it might, there might be a little bit of wonkiness and where we uh, also, uh, edit the, the show, um, but we're, we're going to figure it out because uh, this is something I decided after the fact. I also want you guys to be aware of when you're listening, uh, you know, since Donna isn't a, a performer, I noticed while we were while we were listening, I mean, while we were talking that, you know, there is a difference in the way that we both went about talking like I like I was I, I, I took stock of. Uh, the rapidness of my thoughts and how I kind of I wanted to like you know build a bit sometimes or 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 chime in just to get a joke and throughout the conversation you know I I, I was learning more and more um, you know in the value of of listening 
to someone who isn't coming from the same exact angle as you. That that's a lesson that I know I'm already aware of, but it's just one of those things that you you kind of have to dig into in true help from a hypocrite fashion. I was learning a lesson in real time. You know, I approached this episode uh, as if Donna was gonna um, walk in here like a comic, um, and she knows the game, but that's not how she is. Um, but I had a fabulous time. I hope you guys have a great time too. Uh, I'm sure the uh, the introduction for next week, uh, not next week, for in a couple of days when I put out the second part, going to be a lot shorter than this. We can just get right to it. I hope you guys enjoy this part, and I'll see you again on part two. Bye. What's up, everybody? You know who the fuck it is, because I just said it in the goddamn intro. We're here with very good friend, Donna Guerrero. Say what's up, Donna. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. It's Saturday. You know, it's a very sunny yeah. day. Yeah, a little cool. A little cool. I'm actually fucking freezing, because I went outside in just a long sleeve t-shirt. I thought it was still t-shirt weather. Um, no, I've, not. As an adult, I've never made it a habit to check the weather before I leave. Yeah, I do that too. I, I don't know when that's going to be established for me as a person. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I do. I feel like that's like the moment I start checking the weather before I leave the house, uh, I feel like I'm fully an adult and no longer young. And I, that's the last strand. <laughs> before yeah, I yeah. Because it's like when you start talking about the weather too, you're like, oh, oh man, I'm my parents now. I did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I'm old. Um, I, I, I always know when it's going to rain because it's when I wear a new pair of shoes. Oh, that is, that's Notorious. so fucking true. <laughs> That's, if I put on a new pair of sneakers, rain. Like, even if it's for 10 minutes, and it's usually like a fucking horrible downpour. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a ton of puddles, and I'm just like, every time, and, and sometimes I'm just kind of like, as I'm putting on new sneakers or whatever, because I really want to wear them, because like my outfit, I'm just kind of like, I hate to do this to you guys, New York, but it's going to rain today because <laughs> of me. And, the, and it usually, like, 98% of the time, it happens. I would love for the idea of like, you have to, whenever you wear a new pair of sneakers, you wear a raincoat, you walk out with an umbrella. Everyone's like, it's really sunny. You're like, just fucking wait. Just wait. (laughs) The universe wants to ruin these shoes. You know, I can never have like a fresh pair of like white shoes, you know, like it's just ruined. That's kind of like, I mean, with every new pair of shoes I get, there's always like a week or two where I'm like, oh, let's keep these puppies fresh. Like, let's go. And then it just happens where it just accelerates the process of, okay, these are like beater shoes now. Yeah, like, I think that's just kind of like it being like you can't have anything nice. I don't like the stress of new shoes, though. It's a lot of stress, especially, like, I'm married to someone who's into sneakers. So, like, he'll be like, you can't have them tied like that. And I'm like, what? So I don't fall down and (laughs) and they actually, you know, he's like, they're too tight. You look like a loser. And I'm like, okay. And then why do you have the laces out? Or why did, you know, or you can't put them on like that. Where, like, where I bend the heel down, he gets, like, really upset. Well, you you tell him to not micromanage the way you fucking wear your goddamn shoes. (laughs) Well, I call him Scorsese a lot, like, when he's in one of those moments i'll be like okay scorsese take it easy because it's like you can't direct Ooh, everything, directing yeah. the world <laughs> i the 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 very the worst way i ever ruined a nice white pair of shoes because i i never got them as soon as i moved to new york i was like do not buy white shoes because you know mm-hmm. me i walk around everywhere i'm stepping on people they're stepping on me i'm i'm bouncing around uh the very first 
pair of like actual New York sneakers I got where I'm like, you're a New Yorker, get some nice sneakers. Cause I used to wear like fucking Oxford's dress shoes all the time. Like a fucking okay. loser. Um, I bought the Adidas triple all white ultra boosts. Uh, very okay. first day I wore them. I went to a party in college, uh, was chugging whiskey. We left the party, my buddy and I, and then in a red solo cup, finished a cup of whiskey on the subway and I vomited pink all over them. First Great. day I ever wow. wore them. Yeah, I yeah. had a, a, van, a van story. I bought these like limited edition vans at, at the Vans Vault. I think it was the General or Vans Vault. I can't remember. Um, but Vans, if you want to sponsor me, I would love that. Um, always have to plug <laughs> Vans. That's like my goal is to get, I, I'm, I'm done. Once I get the Vans sponsorship, I'm out. You should um, post that every day on Instagram. <laughs> I, I ca- always, I always tag Vans and I'm like, send me shoes. Like I'm not even like nice <laughs> about it. I'm just kind of like, just send them to me. I'm going to be like, oh, oh, you know, have as much audacity as possible when it comes to this. Um, but uh, I was at this, I was with um, a friend of mine, we were at a bar and everybody was like hanging out and um, no, we we're at a bar, we were at a, a house party and I had my legs crossed and it's, you know, that like cool cross leg where like oh, the yeah. shoes up, where you look like you're like a Don, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, someone hit somebody, there was this really annoying guy there and someone like bumped into him and hit him with his elbow and hit his solo cup, same thing, oh, wine, splash of wine right on the shoes. And I was like, well, these are done. First night wearing them. Didn't rain Dude. that night, but I got wine on them. But if it was a situation all like that, vans, all white vans, the beginning of the summer, like they had a whole summer. <laughs> oh, they didn't even get the summer. No, they didn't even get the like in the fall when everyone's like, she wore these all. So you didn't even get they, that. No, they, didn't, they didn't even get like three days. They didn't even hit. I don't even think they hit eighty degrees. You know what I mean? The thing is, though, vans are the kind of like affordable sneaker where, like, if that guy did that, I would, I would not feel bad going. You're paying for these. You're paying for me. Yeah, you gotta get me some new vans. How did you how did you deal with that the rest of that situation? I just like wore the wine on it like it was a tattoo. Like I was just proud. Love that. Yeah. I left I, it there. I didn't even try to get out because someone like rushed to me with like a, like a paper towel and I was like, no, nah, leave it there. That's that's it's scar now. That that it's gonna yeah. work that would pride. You do give me the energy of someone who like because I haven't seen you in a confrontation since I've met you, but you probably you seem like unless it's Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you have like you you feel like I feel like you only have like two polar opposite reactions, nothing in the middle. It's either yeah. you're completely like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. You're good. Yeah. But you but you're saying it with the intensity of like she could cut you. <laughs> if she wants to? Yeah, it um it takes a lot like it and that is kind of like my energy. It's more of like um you don't I think I've learned with age that you don't necessarily have to um even if someone needs to learn a lesson or you want to tell them about themselves or you really <laughs> want to go off, um, it doesn't always have to happen. You don't have to, my kind of mantra is like, I don't have to fight poison with poison all the time. And yeah. um, sometimes the bigger energy in it, I, I'm in, like, I was reading a lot recently about um, uh, like the Shaolin and um, Kung Fu and things like that. And, um, yeah. you know, a part of like, uh, there's a lot of types of different, there's three types of Kung Fu and, um, in one of the types, they uh, basically there's weapons and things like that, swords and whatnot. And yeah. um, you kind of train with all these weapons. And then I was listening to one of the masters like talking about it, and they were like, "But the biggest weapon is to be able to not use a weapon, and to use peace." And God they're like, "That's the struggle because to be able, you know what I mean." So and I, so the kind of like that mantra. But no, I'll kick somebody's ass if they, you know, if I got it. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny way to end that. So yeah, you know, I really learned a lot about just like being calm and not. But you know, if someone steps to me, I'll fucking murder their mom. <laughs> no, no, it's like like I, re- you really have to like push me over the edge for that, you know. And um, yeah. usually it's not even about me because it's like you don't have to like me. You don't have to. You could tell me I'm what you think, and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's how you feel. 
Um, but if it's like, if you go after someone I care about, that's when I get really protective and really, I don't yeah. like injustice. I don't like bullies. I don't like that sort of thing. So yeah, bullies I will can protect eat my ass. Someone. Yeah, yeah. I'll protect someone in a situation like that. Then, you know, but for me, yeah. if, I, if you're like, you're a shithead, I'm like, okay, cool. But See do you, you ever feel like if you, if you, whenever you step up for someone else, do you ever feel like that person's like, hey, they don't have to step up for me. Like I can fucking fight my own battle or with your friends. They like, no, I know she, she, you know what? She's going to take care of this one. Well, it's like, you kind of have to read the room, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone is like in a situation, you know, cause even like the toughest people I know, you know, I've been in situations with them where, and, and I'm not tough, but you know, by any means, but like people who are, you know, tough, be a lot tougher than me and could kick somebody's ass in one swoop. Sometimes you're in a situation where like, it takes you so off guard you wouldn't, react how you know you could react you know what I mean or like yeah. you know someone you know I've been in situations where people have treated people um very badly because of you know um racial things and stuff like that and you're so thrown off guard you're like is this really happening to me right now and you're like no you're not gonna talk to my friend like that you're not gonna yeah. treat them like that you know and then you kind of like you know the person could handle themselves but you got to read it and be like they're so thrown off by what's actually happening you know or you kind of yeah. let them know like if you want to step right now I got your back you know what I mean? And you kind of, t and then they're like, yeah, fuck you. You know, after your, yeah. it's like, yeah, the two of us are going to, we got it. I got your back. Kind of I feel like there's not been a, a lot of situations in my life where people I know have been stuck to, to. It's usually me because I'm loud and annoying. You're a little wild there. You're a little wild. Little and I, I'm, little but cannon. I'm never like, I'm never like on purpose trying to mm -hmm. start shit, but I feel like my energy makes it seem like people, like people are like, is this guy being a smart ass? Is this guy yeah. want to step up? And I'm like, no, I'm just being me. Yeah, well, that's the situation. Like, I'll, you're around a lot of, you know, I'm around a lot of comedians too. So I've been in a lot of situations like that where you're at a diner or you're somewhere and you're just like the loud, obnoxious group. You're not trying yeah. to piss people off, but it's like, you know. No, but we're the theater kids of New York. <laughs> like, right. we're going to be loud at the fucking. Yeah, it's like if you were anywhere else right now, um, table three, you'd be paying for this. But, you're, you yeah. know, like right now it's <laughs> annoying you because you want to eat mozzarella sticks and you want to be left alone. At but midnight, two yeah, by two yourself. hours ago, two hours ago, you would have paid forty bucks for this. Yeah, <laughs> I like the last. Just yesterday, I had my first. I haven't had like a confrontation moment in a while, but yesterday I was working out at the park before a date. You always got to work out the abs before a date, just to look okay. good, just in case. See, I would never work out before a date. Oh, really? I will well, say, I wouldn't want to be like sore. <laughs> there like, was. If you I haven't dated insane. in a very long time, so let's <laughs> put that out there. But um, maybe you know that my age is showing. But yeah, I don't think I would be hitting a bar class before I was trying to like impress a dude in the in the bedroom with my moves. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I would I would not want those thighs hurting. You know? Well, I definitely have to stretch, and I also I just I just bought this Hypervolt, and it's changing my fucking life. This thing well, I got targeted. I got targeted ad for that thing. Oh, it works. I am in. If there is a targeted ad. I will buy it. Like I get a targeted <laughs> ad right now. I'm getting targeted ad. I actually wanted to start like a YouTube thing where people like come on and like show what they targeted at, what targeted ad, how the targeted ads got them yeah. at like 2 a.m. Like you kind of like show people, <laughs> yeah, this is what I bought at 3 a.m. This this is a piece of jewelry that I thought was amazing, and now my fingers green. Um, <laughs> I, uh, the the higher dose, I think it's called higher dose. It's like yeah. that blanket, that LED like sweat blanket. Oh yeah, I've seen okay. that one. Micah bought it. She, we both got it targeted and I was like, should I buy this? And she's like, I just fucking bought it. So I'm going to like try hers out. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and I've been getting that thing, that massage thing, which looks like, like, I feel like, why would you pay to get punched in the ass? Well, I got like $200 off of this fucking thing. How much is that thing? It's supposed to be three fifty, and then it was fifty dollars off. And then my friend is an ambassador for them. So I got a hundred dollars off of that 50 too. 
What does it I got work? Because it, it looks like you're getting abused when you're using it. But weirdly enough, Donna, that's my shit. So, no, <laughs> no, it like like I'm using it right now. Oh my god, do you hear my voice when I talk? It's like yeah. it, it just like right Is after it, you work out. Okay, so yesterday. What's it supposed to do? If you're it's like, supposed to you make sponsored it, by this thing. Like, what first of what is yeah. it called? I'm gonna call So you a hypervolt <laughs> is is a machine gun, not machine gun, a massage gun. <laughs> um, this AK-47, you shoot onto your uh, your ass, thigh. <laughs> your, your IT band. It's supposed to fuck. I do. The IT band is the one that feels the best. It's like the IT band is the thing that hurts the most on me. I try to roll it out. And, yeah. Oh man, I sometimes I tear up. It's like it so what this does is supposed to like make it take shorter to like heal like the recovery repair, period after you work out. Okay. Yeah, for me my body's always fucked up because I do a lot of spastic fucking movements mm -hmm. all over the place and right. I go about the rest of my day as if I didn't just put my body through trauma. And so right. this this kind of thing helps out. I feel like it's just like a way to like I I watched TV the other day for like an hour and as I'm watching the show, I'm just doing this the whole time and I like you, fell asleep good. Do you think it's well. worth $300? Absolutely fucking not. Okay. Absolutely just, not. Uh, like, could you, um, like, I do feel like butt. I just I just ruined the sponsorship. Yeah, I just ruined that whole thing. <laughs> but that's why you need to, um, you know, give him an offer code for his audience. So, cause maybe it's worth $200. Look at that. There we or, go. Or maybe, or maybe even 250, 300, we can work yeah, something out. Exactly. There's that marketing degree, mom. I am using it. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having a huge moment right now in, in quarantine, in my adult life where I'm just like, what was my degree really for? It doesn't mean anything mm, yeah. until I'm successful in this fucking field. Cause I got dramatic what was arts. Your degree? Dramatic oh, arts. Well, you're dramatic daily. Yeah. <laughs> so little... I'm good at that. I mean, but, you got a degree for your life. Yeah, it just doesn't pay my bills, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So my um my degree is in um whatchamacallit? It is in um what is my degree in? Oh, marketing management and international business and trade. And then I have went back and became a nurse and have a nursing degree. Oh my god. Does that feel, wait, was the nursing, does that count as like a master's or is that like, that's a separate thing, right? No, it was, um, I'm just gonna shut off my thing. It was another bachelor's degree. So I got like a third bachelor's. That's fucking I cool. should have gotten a master's, but um, actually I was supposed to get a master's. Right now I'm supposed to be getting my master's. I got accepted in, I don't know if I'm talking about this. I got accepted into a master's program. I was supposed to start at the beginning of September. Um, I applied during the middle of quarantine and um, got accepted. And then my job was gonna pay for the whole thing. And then what? about a week before, yeah. And then it, like real money, like, and it's also like a, it's one, it's a, it's a very, I don't want to say a rare program. It's a program that's very like niche and not a lot of people offer this degree. And, um, I got into it and I was like super excited and super stoked. And then once I got in, I like the panic set in of like, oh shit, now you have to go. So I think I was like, yeah. Man. And then, um, about a week before I started, before I was supposed to start, I like logged into Blackboard and my username and all that. And then I just started having like kind of panic attacks every day and um, was like, I don't want to do this. This isn't making me happy. This isn't. And I, it kind of like started going into a lot of the things I've been working on the last two years. It was kind of like, I'm in the process of taking like a lot of risks in my life and a lot of like putting myself out there in ways that I never have with like creatively. Yeah. And um, I was falling back into old patterns of school and being a good student and like kind of going into the things I know I'm good at and I'm going to succeed at. Cause like I am a good student and I'm very studious and also like, um, like simultaneously trying to create safety while also taking a risk. 
Yeah. And like school would have been like a huge safety net, but then school would have not allowed me to really focus on the projects and the art and the stuff that I'm trying to do right now. And, and so I really, I had to make a decision and I ended up dro dropping out the first week. Wow. That's yeah, fucking, so that's, that's, that's big though. That's to know yourself like that. That itself. I didn't know myself. Well, I'm actually was really like, I was really proud of myself because two years ago, like I've been doing a lot of work with, and I have a therapist and I've been doing like a lot of spiritual work and a lot of like introspection and kind of like diving into my shadow side and like the really shitty parts of my personality and, and really like looking at that. And, um, two years ago, I would have just went to school and I would have like embraced this kind of like martyr role where I would have been like, Oh, I'm in school. I have to be in school because I have to, you know, make sure I have a job and I, you know, yeah. have to do this for, to advance my career because my husband's a comedian and, you know, he's in the unsure field and, and, you know, like kind of doing the things that like would, you know, make you look like a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. You know, but then kind of being upset about it. Yeah. That's froze there for a minute. But yeah, kind of like um leaning into something that you know is so sure. Yeah. I I just I never as I've gotten older, I will say that I've actually like I've had a very similar I wanted to leave college halfway through. I like I, okay. I knew I wanted to. I just knew that it was just so much money for like uh, a degree that even then I'm like, I could learn this not within this university, not within this fucking mm -hmm. room. Cause it's Acting and writing, you can learn by reading books and just doing it. Um, mm -hmm. And I just didn't leave because I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, the world is unsure and I need this safety net situation. Uh, and, I, and I wish I did what you did, where I just fucking told my family I'm like leaving school and I would just live in New York. I feel like I would be further ahead as a person, honestly. Really? Um, you do think that? I do think that because instead of actually, I don't think I would have did that in my twenties though. Like I would have never had the balls to do that in my twenties. I, I, you know, or the guts to do it. I would have, um, I hate using like the, that term, the balls to do it. We have to move away from that because then it's yeah. like only men have the, you know, the courage. So I <laughs> will say guts there and. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline the guts. I wish I had the guts to do it. Um, or kind of, or listen to, you know, I, because, but at the time I really wanted to be in school. This was like years ago and I like being in school. I love learning, but I'm just at this point where it's like, I'm realizing, like you said, I don't need that like formal degree and piece of paper. Like the world is on fire and it's like to do what I want to do. Um, yeah. you know, I can, I can, I can learn in other modalities right now. There's other things I want to learn right now. I want to learn stuff with like technology and editing and podcast and video editing and stuff like that. And I'm still learning. It's just not under that formal education system where I come out with a degree. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of, I, it sounds like you're having a very similar, like I, I'm kind of spiraling right now. And I think it's partially because mm -hmm. of, uh, I think it's partially because of uh, dating. So it's like since I'm meeting, okay. since I'm meeting, I mean, I'm definitely not trying to settle for the rest of my life right now. But like, as I'm like, as I'm meeting, uh, you know, these new girls and I'm, and, 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 and I'm having a fun time, but at the same time, I'm like, 
just thinking about what I look like from across the table and like what I have to offer as a person, I'm like, I don't know if I can feed you if I need to. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't like, and, and on top of cook, like I got to look up recipes every time I cook. I don't, I don't, uh, if it comes to like a home, do you like living in a small room? Just us, because that's what I can have right now. Like, I'm just like thinking about right. what I have to offer. And like, when it comes to like, when it comes to knowledge, when I was younger, I had, I kind of went through this whole, I only need to know what I need to know is, is how I operated. Uh, and I think okay. that was a way of like, I knew the world was shitty because of like family shit and like all that stuff. So I was like, let's not broaden mm -hmm. our horizons. Let's just get a real narrow view tunnel vision situation going on where we're happy where we're at. And now as I've gotten older, I just like want to know a bunch of random shit and work on that on my own time because it's also going to help the life that I chose, like as a creative person, you know, yeah, I think as a creative, I think as a creative, a lot of people don't understand why, like for me, for instance, I'm really about, um, pursuing things that spark joy. And like, even if you don't understand it in the moment, um, as a creative, you don't know what it's going to bring you to. Like last year I started, um, working in a pizza shop and people are like, you're a nurse. Like, why are you working in a pizza shop? Like a lot of my nurse yeah. friends were like, you're working like for 10 bucks an hour making pizzas. Like you could work a Friday at work and make like overtime and make crazy money. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And they didn't get it. I don't even know if I really got it in the moment, but like my creative friends were like, Oh, that's so fucking dope. You're working at a pizza shop because it's like me working at the pizza shop. Like, I don't know, like, do I want to open a pizza shop? I know I wanted to learn how to make pizza. I also wanted an experience where I was like going to be around different people and learn something else and something that was like separate from work. And, um, it's led me to so many other avenues. Like I've met so many cool and interesting people. I've met so many people in the pizza world. I've met so many people in the restaurant industry and it kind of like helped bring this project that I have uh, along. So it was like, you never know like while you're, why you're doing something in it, just because you don't know why you're doing it in the moment in regards to like education is not wasted, whether you're learning yeah. how to make pizza or you're learning a new language, you know what I mean? You don't know what, you know, but a lot of people are quick to be like, what are you doing that for? You're wasting your time. And it's like, am I really, what are you doing? You're watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm going to the, uh, right now I have, I have, if you count them all, I have five or six jobs. If you count, if you count comedy and I count and acting, because I count that as a full-time thing with the amount of time I have to fucking dedicate to it. But like, okay. I, I mean, like I'm a production. I'm in a similar assistant. boat. Yeah. What, what, what else do you have going on right now? Besides well, nurse? Tell me what you're doing. I'm, I'm production assistant working at a gym babysitting i'm reading for casting offices um i am aside aside from that do it like doing comedy i now work at a pork store around the corner from where you live gs Pizzito. you work at gs Pizzito on sounds yeah i work there That's on sundays so now what do you do there make sandwiches baby <laughs> yes fuck yeah man that's so fucking cool are you gonna learn to make sausages and stuff i i don't know how much they're gonna teach me initially on like me, I know that the first couple weeks is gonna be me just making these sandwiches, learning all the cuts of meat. Like, but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna that's be so in the cool. back. See, I think that's so cool. Yeah, and I'm already that's excited, so dude. I, yeah. I, I, I had my first day yesterday, um, and already I have a fucking story. I walk in at 9 a.m. The guys this would be counter, great for comedy. It's already great. I have, yeah. I, I, I walk in at 9 a.m. after I, after I head over there. I'm, I'm on time. But once I walk in, the guy at the counter goes, the health inspector's here. 
get the fuck out. <laughs> He's like telling me to leave because this guy's like being like a fucking asshole looking at every single thing. I hear the owner be like, this is your fourth time here this year. You're only supposed to come two times a year. And the guy's like, we've only been here once. Yeah. yeah, it's going through all this <laughs> shit. So I go and I sit on a stoop around the corner uh, and I just kind of wait. I go to that coffee shop, like East of Hill or whatever the fuck. And then I sit on a stoop. There's one guy in this whole block. And then a guy, the guy walks up to me and he goes, he goes, hey, do you live here? I go, no, uh, uh, is it a private stoop? I'll leave. This guy goes, uh, no, 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 just wanted to, you know, come over and say hi. What do you do in the neighborhood? And I'm like, okay, this is already kind of like, I haven't had a situation like this since COVID fucking started, but hello, I work at this pork store around the, around the corner now. I'm just waiting. He goes, oh, I go there all the time. I own this whole block. And he's telling me about yeah, how he owns. This sounds like my neighborhood. Yeah, he's Everything. like, I own yeah. this whole block. I own that block over there. What kind of work yeah. do you do? I go, I have like six different jobs. He goes, do you want to be a doorman? Here's my fucking card, $20 an hour. I get another job from this fucking guy. And then, I, and then he shows me all these buildings. And at one point he goes, how do you live? I'm like, what, are you trying to sell me an apartment? I can't afford any of these. trying to rent me an apartment? Yeah. yeah. He's like, everyone just moved out here, here. I'm like, how much is it? He goes, 5000 a month. I go, fuck me. Yeah. He goes, well, let me show you. Here's where I'm an idiot. He goes, let me show you what real living is like. And I go, okay. What an asshole. And he walks me into his apartment. <laughs> I actually go in. As I'm walking in, I'm turning each doorknob behind my back just to see if they yeah, don't. Do you, like, do you still have your kidneys? I have, I'm all good. There's, I didn't wake up with any <laughs> scars. Okay, I, I walk in, he's showing me all over his walls, portrait of his dead fucking family members. There's my mom, there's my dad, there's my grandma. She owned Coca-Cola or like something like that. She was like showing me all this, all this shit. She's like, I inherited all this from my grandmother. My grandpa owned this and this. Oh, so you really didn't work, sir, but you're telling me how I need to live. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, it, and then it ends oh, with so this. that's living? I have to get a rich person to die and leave me some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I'd love it. So I yeah, was like, maybe, maybe I should be really good friends with this guy so I can yeah, be so when he into dies, well. <laughs> But he, but he, the last thing he does, this is where it gets creepy. He starts no, none of this was me. creepy at all, by the way. I, it, it was this already- This is the difference between women and men because a woman would be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going with this dude yeah. into his house. <laughs> And you're, I just yeah. already knew I could fucking backyard brawl this guy in two seconds if anything happens. Okay. You know, because he was like 60 years old and his 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 uh, center of gravity was weirdly in his chest. So I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. I could push him over in two seconds or give him a nice sweep kick. Okay. But as I'm as I'm I'm looking, he's his apartment reeks of weed. I'm like, do you smoke weed all the time? He goes, I never touch it, but all my doormen hang out here. They play, he shows me his den, this giant couch, 60 fucking inch TV, like Xbox, PlayStation, everything's around. He's like, yeah, they're all my friends. We just hang out. This guy's lonely as fuck. Super lonely. I was just going to say that. But then as I'm, as I'm like finally being like, okay, you know, I just got to head out. I think I got to head over to the pork store. He goes, well, what kind of food do you like? I'm like, what? He's drugging you with food? He's like, what kind of food? I'm a great cook. I'd love to hang out with you. Oh, he's so lonely. But isn't yeah. it ironic that like he's telling you how you need to live and this is living, but it's like, yeah. is it really living? Because you have no friends. You have nine rooms and you have zero friends. He technically pays all of his friends to hang yeah. out with he, him. That's, well, this is, isn't that the story with a lot of people like, you know, who have tons of money? They really, you know, you have no connections and no, yeah, yeah it's kind of, but that'd be like a great, you could write that into a sitcom. Dude, I'm already ready for it because he, this is where it gets, it got creepy. Like I couldn't tell if he 
what his intentions were because he started talking a little bit slower and he did keep looking down at my crotch while he was talking. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm leaving like right now. <laughs> and I start walking out and you can see that like, if he was any faster, he might've blocked the door. That's, that's just the vibe I was getting. So I'm okay. like, I'm walking out. I have like, I have, I'm in a position where the door's like open kind of behind me. So there's no like space for him to walk out. And then there's another door I have to hold that one. He keeps talking, doing his little chest center gravity walk forward. Um, okay. until once I reached the front door, I think I, I think I crossed the street in half a second. I was, I sonic the fuck out of there, but what yeah. a beautiful story I got. But in my, in my head, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking what, like how rude would it have been for me to think that this guy would have assaulted me if he was genuinely just lonely and he didn't know how to talk to someone. <laughs> like he just has no social skills. Yeah. Like maybe he's like, people like when you stare at their balls. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So that's your sixth job now? Are yeah, that's- you a doorman for him? I don't know if I want this guy to have any yeah, of my fucking know. personal yeah, information. Yeah, I don't know if you want him to have your social security number. Yeah, I'm taking the job if it's cash only and he just tells me where I need yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an envelope every at the end of every week. Yeah. So five, five jobs, six jobs, what's the tally? I think that if I, if I took that, it'd be six for sure. Damn. Yeah, I have like, um, I have one, so I'm a nurse. That's my like one job. Yeah. Um, and then I do photography for um, comedy shows and things like that. And I was doing um, like fa- fashion photography and a lot of um, live event photography, which I've kind of, and headshots, which um, I've taken a step back with to focus on this project. But I don't know if I get, I, I actually have to start rephrasing. So yeah, the, um, I have this project called the Donna's Project, which was like a project, but now it is a job and it's turning into, um, I would like to turn it into a business and I have ideas for it to um, make it a business. And, and I do have a long-term plan of what I see for it, but I'm not being like too strict with that because, you know, things yeah. change and, and, it, and it, it started out as just kind of like this project interviewing women and um, their journeys with food and opening restaurants and stores and and now it's kind of taken its own kind of journey which is really really nice um and it's we're, we're doing like a lot of stuff with it and I have a lot of ideas for it so yes that is now I guess a job because I would like it to be a business and I would like it to generate revenue um for myself and for the people involved in it so I can pay people for their time their skills their services um and when they kind of participate um but yeah I kind of was looking at it like children like yeah I look at like um because I have the Donna's and then I have the most expensive joke which is like my other child. And yeah. then um, I have um, New New York, which I guess is my new baby, who um, yeah. I guess the Donna's is my toddler. And um, <laughs> new, uh, the my most expensive joke is my infant. And um, my newborn is New New York, which is um, something Christina Hutchinson and I have started, which is um, for events. We're kind of like looking to figure out how we're going to bring back New York and be on the other side of this and not yeah. get caught up in how much COVID sucks. Um, kind Y'all of have done at, like, one event do so far, community. right? Yeah, we did one event, but we have four planned for already with like a partner and stuff. So we have some cool stuff coming up, which I'm really stoked about. We're, we're finalizing that this week. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. And um, we're kind of keeping it a little secret right now. We're not like going crazy on social media and whatnot because yeah. we want it to be invite only. And we want it to be like kind of like a community that's a little vetted. So yeah. it's not like it's just like anybody can show up because, you know, we are doing comedy shows on the street, which is not necessarily legal the best um but yeah. yeah but they are the best and um <laughs> yeah we're doing like some events and things but we want we, we really want to make it a, a like a, a nice space for the people who are joining so we, yeah. we want to make sure the people there are like cool and open-minded and everybody feels safe and everybody kind of 
you know, to kind of have this, this thread of community throughout it. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's super important because a lot of the other, a lot of the shows I've been to, you can tell some people like they're there and they're having fun and the crowd could be like maybe a little tight or even like this past week at, at, at pony boy, when like a group of 10 skaters come by and then they're talking loud in the corner and kind of like heckling, you can tell people like, Oh, come on. It's my week. This is my night out this week. And you're yeah, making- like, I've been looking forward to the Right. I've been looking forward to this all week. Please don't fuck this up for me. You know what I mean? And also yeah. people like, people don't have a lot of money right now. So like, you don't want people fucking it up for them. And you know, also there's like the fear factor, like for a lot of people just going out is like a thing and people going on the subway and they're dealing with their own anxieties and their all their own nerves and you know, their own kind of shit of like, I, t- I went on the subway and, and I took this, the train here and I, you know, kind of dealing with that. And you want to make it nice for them when they're there. You want to make them, the whole point of it is to kind of forget about what's going on, not have to yeah. dwell in it. So, yeah. I'm gonna, the, the only reason why I so far haven't started uh, uh, an outside show is because I've really worried, Joey, can you really make a like make an event that everyone would feel safe at and feel good about? Because I can't, I'm not one of the guys who can like juggle all the balls. That's something I can, I really appreciate about you is you're one of those people who can just fucking make shit happen. You Thank know? you so much for saying that. Thank you. I appreciate that. When I, when I went to the first, when I went to the first, uh, the Donna's comedy show, the uh-huh. one that like I was like, what a cool fucking event this is! Oh, thank you so much. You know, I like else? I like do, I like doing events because I like um kind of I think my because a lot of people have asked me like because I I kind of think I do throw like cool events yeah. and a lot of time and I've gone to like a lot of really cool events like being in the fashion world and stuff like a lot of times like I remember going to um an event for Fashion Week like a few years ago and it was one of the first events that had like the selfie station. And like the fashion world kind of had like a lot of cool shit that now is like very like common at events. Like, like, um, you know, like the dessert tables, like where you go and like fill up like your candies and stuff to take away from you. The first time I saw that was at fashion week, like maybe eight years ago. And I remember going to an event and it was like, Oh, here you take this bag and then you go to that table and you can fill it up with whatever candies you want. And that's what you take with you. And I was like, this is fucking cool. And now like eight (laughs) years later, it's at every wedding and baby shower. You know what I mean? It's like at, so kind of like fashion week was like, because you have a lot of innovative and really cool people. And also you have a lot of money. Yeah. So people, you know, at then you had money that you could spend on like these events and stuff. And so I remember being at an event and seeing like a selfie station. And I was like, this is so yeah. dope. And now they're everywhere. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> at, like every party you go to. That's but, one um, of those worlds where like everybody, everybody's just so overly stimulated with events and parties. Yeah. And let's be honest, cocaine and some other, you know, well, they're around. Cocaine. So you got to yeah. keep their interest peaked. And they're like, is that a fucking well, yeah, truffle they're cake? also like, well, they're the who's who. And a lot of times it's new, it's early adopters, right? It's like people who like, you hope that someone like takes a photo with that dessert station. So then that person then gets some publicity or they yeah. get some, um, you know, they get like some buzz off of it. So it's like a lot of people who are trying to push their stuff and, you know, like donate their products or their, you know, like, and, and then the swag bags, like you'd have stuff that like wasn't even out yet because they were trying to get a celebrity to use it or buy it or kind of co-sign yeah. it, that kind of thing. But um, for events and stuff, I usually just try to throw an event that I wish I was at. Yeah. Like that's kind of like my, you know, and, a lot, and, and when I was at, when I was at the Donna's events and I said this to someone the other day, I was like, you know, when I do the Donna's events, I would like sit at the Donna's events and be like, I wish I could like be here and just participate in this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't enjoy any of this because I'm running it. Like I'm enjoying the fact that people are having a good time. But man, I want to go get my tarot cards read and not talk to anybody for 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> like I want to go do that. Like so 
Yeah. I've I had the time of my life at the first one because I kept drinking fucking Thank Aperol you. spritzes, baby. <laughs> a nice Italian yeah, yeah. restaurant. Let's go. Yeah, we, we have fun at that. We have fun at those at those events. I do miss them a lot. And that was a big thing for me with COVID because I had kind of like started creating some buzz and started um, you know, really picking up and getting some momentum with it. And then we had like the internet and and I am really grateful that we had the International Women's Day one. I think it was March 9th. And then like yeah. five days later, the city shut down and a lot of people will message me on Instagram, which I'm so grateful for. And they'll message me and they'll be like, your event is the last thing I went to. And I just keep thinking about how much fun I had. And wow. thank you so much for throwing that because like, they're like the last thing I did before the city shut down. Wasn't me like sitting in my apartment, sleeping hungover because it was on a Sunday. They were like, you forced me to get up and come out. And I'm so yeah. glad I did that. They're like, because I've like kind of held on to that for a few months of like how much fun, like, and then even like me putting out the photos, I didn't put them out for a few weeks. Like, I don't want to upset anybody. Like I, you know, I don't want to be insensitive. And then I finally put them out and people were like, thank you for putting them out. Because like, we remembered like what we used to do and we're going to get back to that. It's just, you know, it's going to take yeah. a minute. I, I, I had a similar situation to what that person said. Like I did, I I did the last, technically, I think one of the last comedy shows that happened in New York before everything shut down. Cause like, if you remember Thursday of that week, like after the ninth, what is that? The, the 14th, 15th? Um, I believe is, it was the 11th or 12th because it's when I had a, an actual fight with my husband about how he had to stay home. And he was like fighting me on oh the fact God. that he was not, he's like, I have a show. And I was like, you need to shut it down tonight. And cause <laughs> Cause I'm a nurse in New York city and we were getting like yeah. all these warnings and we were getting like, I'm like, you don't understand what I'm seeing and, and memos that are flying around back and forth. I'm like, this is going to be bad. And he was like, not. Nah. And, um, and then I remember that like Saturday, he was like, okay, you're in charge now. Like he, and for like a Cuban man, you know, my husband, I'm not, this is joking. My husband is not like a misogynist, you know, but like for, for a Cuban man to be like, there you go, baby girl. You're I'm sitting here and you are the pilot now. I'm not even the co-pilot. That's huge. I'm in the I'm in the back of the plane. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. He was like Especially for that man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like this is your area of expertise. You you are 100% right. We are, you know, because I don't think anyone really cuz we weren't getting the, you know, I mean not to dwell on COVID, but we weren't getting yeah. the news we should have been getting and I think, you know, yeah, like I think a lot of us who had like a really nice experience prior to it happening or got to do like a good show. We did that good show on Thursday and that like fueled you for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that that like, and it was one of those shows where you could tell like everyone, so everyone that day started on Instagram being like canceled, 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 mm -hmm. canceled. And my show, I was covering for Petey because he was on tour with Alana Glazer and okay. that Queens Brewery show he he did like a huge room so in my head i was like this is still safe i'll tell everyone to like sit far away from each other mm -hmm. whatever and throughout the day everyone starts texting me like is that show still happening is that show and i'm like yeah come the fuck through and like that level of like desperation all that like started and then everyone kind of took longer with their sets like really like you could tell like they just knew this is gonna be the last time i'm gonna be like up the for a while before the wave crashes you were like yeah this is this is happening this yeah is, this is gonna be a minute before um yeah that's and, and i was super grateful like i checked in with um people who had come to the event and stuff and and we had people who i didn't even know who came to the event so i was just kind of like is everybody okay because we had a huge event like march 9th and people were hugging and next to each other and so close and i was like i yeah. hope nobody got sick and and it's crazy because a few people ended up not coming that day because they didn't feel well 
and they were like, I don't know if I just have a cold. I don't know if it's this COVID thing, but I'm not going to come because I don't want to make anybody sick. And I'm very grateful that those people stayed home. Yeah. And, thank God that they fucking had the wherewithal. Yeah. yeah to be, well, most of them were nurses, so they're pretty responsible. People. Yeah. Do you think people from now on are going to like, if they don't, if they feel sick and like not feel good, that they're going to wear masks now in the future, like after COVID? So I over? think we, to be honest with you, I think we should have been doing that anyway. Yeah. Like why you're sick. Why should I have to be, you know, I get it. You have to come to work and people have to make a living and stuff like that. But if you're like at work, if we're sick, we have to wear a mask. Yeah. If we have any type of cold, we have, plus I have cancer patients I'm dealing with. So their immune systems are, are not great. So anything oh. can make them really sick. Yeah. You know, common colds could really could kill them. So I remember one time my dad, maybe, should I say this? Is it not legal? <laughs> I, I like one time I like, I was in the room when my dad had did like done a surgery at some point when I was like really, really young. Um, yeah. Is this legal to say? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to not, I'm going to not tell the story just in case. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> Patreon <laughs> exclusive. I'm sure, statu- <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the statute of limitations has run out on that. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been years. You know what? Fuck it. I was in, I was in a, an operating room once with my dad when I was super young and I, and I saw like the vacuum seal on, on a guy's like abdomen. And he's like using this like okay. laser thing. Like when he's like cutting out, it smells like burnt flesh in the room. And like, every, yeah. and like, that That's was one of the, you don't forget. You don't, I think about it very yeah. frequently. And yeah. And I mean, also just the fact that I saw the inside of a person and had no reason mm-hmm. to, like I asked, no, no, can no. I see? And he's like, I don't think And then you, you see it, it and you're like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this doesn't look like the movies. Um, I had, yeah. I had someone at the beginning of COVID say a friend of mine was like, I think I'm going to be a nurse now. And I was like, okay. And then um, she's like, yeah, I'm going to be a nurse. I think uh, this is really inspiring me COVID to do this. And, and I was someone who was inspired by September 11th. That's why I became a nurse. That was like my catalyst to becoming a nurse. And yeah. um so I totally get it, like how a big tragedy and how a big like thing can like awaken you up to like want to do more humanitarian wise. And um, I sent her pictures of like some wounds and, I, and then I sent her a picture of something called a fungating tumor, which is like something cancer patients have. And she was like, yeah, nope, not going to do that. Okay. I'm like, it's, I was like, think, cause this is the stuff you're going to have to deal with. Like to be a hero, you gotta like, you, you know, this is when everyone was on the hero. You gotta deal with camp. some I'm shit. Like, you gotta deal with some shit. Like. What is how like do you, firemen running fire fire people? I don't know, firemen, fire women, what's the problem? Yeah. Don't want to get canceled. You know, fire people. Fire, fire people. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna get canceled over fire people. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, fire people, uh yeah, they uh they're running into burning buildings. They're heroes. Like you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's not an easy day for them, you know. Huh? They're doing what nobody everyone else is running out, they're the people running it. Yeah, you gotta deal with some shit. How do you feel having an actual uh, skill that like has, like you can see immediate benefits on people? Like I personally don't think I have any skill where like if there's an emergency, I can help. Charisma doesn't help with survival. <laughs> and I've really spent my whole life nurturing this invisible thing. Um, I think uh, I, I'm grateful that I, I pursued this career. I'm very grateful that I have this. Um, it's, you know, yeah, you do see, you do see immediate results and, um, but you also see a lot of things that, um, you know, are tragic, unfortunately, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't always work and you try your best. And, um, I think the thing, um, that I need to chill out with, with it is because like being a nurse or being a medical, any type of medical professional, you're taught to, like you said, the crisis thing, we're taught to always think in crisis and we're taught to think the worst case scenario before the lightest. So it's like, if you have a cough or a cold, 
not a you know, you have a cough and you come in, I have to think about, well, do you have pneumonia? Do you have a pulmonary embolism? Yeah. You know, do you have this? What were you exposed to now? Do you have COVID? You might just have allergies. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, we got to go there before we can go because we don't want to miss anything and overlook it. Um, same thing with someone having a, you know, back pain, like maybe you just slept wrong or maybe it's a tumor or maybe it's a kidney stone or maybe it's that, you know what I mean? We really got to like, you know, maybe it's the, you know, a heart attack and it's one of the, it's the 1%, you know, symptom of a heart attack, you know? And, and yeah. so it's like, that also carries in your real life, which is awful. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, you jump to a lot of conclusions. I definitely have that brain because of my doctor parents. Yeah, like, because it's you can't not not have it, and it's also what helps you save people's lives, like you said, and, and be amazing in a crisis. But then it's like when my husband's twenty minutes late, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't have a new family, he doesn't have, um, uh, you know, he hasn't like run off and like got married and have new kids, and yeah. he's not also in a ditch, you know, in an accident. Yeah. Maybe his phone, maybe his phone's still off from the set he did twenty minutes ago. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like I gotta go, I gotta go to the crazy before I go to the normal. I feel like, like me, you know. there's a, there's a certain amount that is normal for just like a human to worry. And then there is yeah. just the fact that we are constantly in survival mode. <laughs> so yeah. it's not very, and you don't want to, and you don't want to miss something. You know what I mean? You don't want it to be that like one time where you didn't think about X, Y, or Z. And then that's the time that it you would never happens, forgive you know? yourself. You would never forgive yourself. If you, if, if the one day that you're like calm and just mm -hmm. not worried about something, that's the day something happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know? true. No, it's totally true. Yeah. We are so going to, good. we're going to take a really quick break right here for a, for a break. <laughs> I still don't know how to like actually introduce them the right way. Um, because I just realized how much time has passed. I'm having a great fucking time talking. Thank you. I'm having a great time. Well, there you go. That's going to be the first part of the Donna Guerrero's episode. And uh, the second part's going to come out in two days so that you have a little bit of time to digest, you know, a little bit of time to mow things over, think things over, miss us a little bit. You know, when you when you don't reply to a text for just a little while longer, so that they go, hmm, where is he? What's she doing? That's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a little bit of a tease. <laughs> Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this half of the episode. Uh, stick around for part two. And then a couple days after that, guess what? It is next week's episode. So we're trying out new things. Uh, and like I said, please reach out to me on any of my social media platforms or my email, which is in my bio. Tell me what you like about the show. Uh, if you like this little experiment about part one, part two, see if maybe I can get away with some longer episodes occasionally. And um and, you know, I would just genuinely love to hear from you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.